it's just different. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to Jaded and Evolving. I am your co-hostess, Christian. And I am your co-hostess, Natasha Soul. Hey. We're getting comfy and cozy on the couch. Uh, doing the truth or drink part two. We got our wine in the place to be, but we're not sponsored by them, so we won't take it. I was about out. to say, like, no. No, no, no. We need some money first. This one is pretty good, though. I like this one. I do like the other one a little bit better because it's sweeter. Or maybe it's because I had gum in my mouth. The blue bottle? We had the blue bottle, the dark blue. I almost grabbed that too, the blueberry. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I was thinking of um, another brand. I was thinking of Cupcake. Oh, um, no. No? You were thinking about this one? Yeah. We had another one? I thought it was We just... had like, you didn't have the golden peach, peach. that time. Hmm. Anyway, if you anyway, drink yeah. wine, you probably know which one we're talking about by now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good time. So, we're going to, first of all, before we go any further, make sure that you follow us on social media. All the social media links will be below. You can check it out. It it varies from uh, platform to platform because some of them were taken. Yes. But make sure that you're following us. Make sure that you guys are which sending us weird. a rating. I get it. I I guess jaded and evolving, but I wouldn't think of how many other people would have thought That's of what this. I'm yeah. Make sure that you follow the podcast. Make sure that you rate us on Apple Podcasts so that we can get pushed into an algorithm so that we can quit our jobs and do this full time. Five stars. Absolutely, because we need validation. Um I mean and there's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. Any how other do you announcements? Know? Oh, make sure that you guys um, come and see us October 21st and 22nd at Afros and Audios. We are leading the charge and doing all of the media work during that time. So yeah. if you got your ticket, make sure that you stop by and see us in our purple and our green. But if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, we're going to put a coupon code down below as well. Mm-hmm. Click the link, get 15% off your ticket purchase. Shout out to Afros and Audio for that. And make sure that you guys stop past the podcast studio if you're in town in the DMV. And looking for a space to record. South Carrigan's Media Group and South Carrigan Studios here. Yes. Owner George. We love George. Shout out to George. Thanks for I sure do. letting us record here. We love sure you. Sure do love him. You do for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so. And if you are if you are in Baltimore and you know you beat us in Uno. Yes. Come out to the Uno night mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. at the studio. I'll also put the link down for that. You could win a TV. You could win a cookie subscription, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you could win a drink bundle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from our good ass bartender. Yeah, we have a house bartender here. There's Deneen. perks to being here at the studio for sure. So shout and shout out to Denine. Shout out oh, to Black yeah. Women. We want to have her on the and show. And Kel's too. Kitchen. And Kel's Kitchen. Shout out. That I chicken think, salad fucking hits. Absolutely. I think we should maybe start highlighting a couple black businesses because yes. we do support black business a lot. Recycling the black dollar. We were just down at... I was um, about to say. Yeah. What, what was um, it? Uh, something I Diaspora? I think so, yeah. Diaspora Soul? Yes. I think it was Diaspora. That sounds Diaspora right. and Soul. That's what it was. Shout out to Diaspora and Soul. Literally right down the street from... Internet. That's the store that it's in. Yep. We um we I went down there just walking. Pronounce it. I hope that's how you pronounce it. I apologize <laughs> if that's not how you pronounce it. We met it. the owner. 
it was a good time. And I think his, I don't know if that's his son and his wife or if they're family, whatever. I don't the, know. They was running that shit. Yeah, the food was good. And then they have books and they have herbs. They have, we bought some incense Very from holistic. them. That's Very holistic. Very holistic. And they're hiring wellness, um, like different practitioners. Because it's also a wellness center. It's really nice in there. It's really, really nice. It's a great vibe. So if you guys are in the Baltimore area, in the Hamilton area, stop past, get you some food. Yes, get you some books, some herbs, so all the good dress. Jamaican and American Fusion Eatery. It was so they good. They have vegan options. It was good. Mm-hmm. So damn good. So good. You ready to get into these questions, friend? Yes, ma'am. All right. What are we starting off with? Kick it off. Uh, let's see. Um, share a funny or memorable dating experience that taught you something valuable. You want to go first or when we go first? I asked the question, so you go. Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, I think it's when I first started dating women. And I think, first, the lesson in that was... Women are just as difficult as men. Yes. I was young. I was really young. I was still in high school and I was dating this girl at the time. And that's where I dated my first girl. She, there was, it was something about me being plus size. I think it was just like, I don't know if it was a, Come on like a optics really? thing. I don't know what it was, but I know that I went over her house for the first time. We hung out and then I was waiting for my stepmom to come pick me up. And we were waiting out by this apartment complex across from where we lived and she was like yeah I have to break up with you and I was like okay and she was like um it's just not working and I was like okay and then she bit me like she gave me a hug she gave me a kiss and then she bit my face and she was like because we're still friends right and I was like no because like I wanted to know why like why would you like why are we breaking up if it's not like what and it was an optics thing you know because Cause you're plus size, cause you're, and I was just like, I got you, but still wanted to hang out, still wanted to be friends after the fact. And was I mean, she like, skinny? she was very small. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and we spoke in the hallways, but it wasn't the same after that. I'll tell you what happened after the fact, like way, like years down the line, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Yeah. She's probably bigger now. Mm-hmm. We'll talk. Always. <laughs> um, sure, if I know my role, Um. I don't know. It's either a lot of young and dumb situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are the um, <laughs> So, did I talk about the... Here you go. <laughs> Since we're talking about uh, gay dating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, my... wasn't the first... Or the second, which is weird because I broke up with the second one because that's when my mom was like, no. No, yeah. And then I turned around and got another girlfriend because <laughs> my sister didn't care if I brought her <laughs> Anyway, so I guess me and her break up and I'm at school and me and her are still cool. Like, mm-hmm. we're just like, eh, I guess it's like, it's a lot of. Like, on my end, because I can't be outwardly gay. Yeah. So, we still text and talk and everything, because we're still cool. Right. So, one morning, I'm in high school at the time. I get a call from her phone, and I'm like, hey, what's up? 
and it's not her. Mm. It's her girlfriend. Oh. And she's just like, why are you texting my girlfriend <gasps> in the middle of the night? And I'm just like, who is this? Right. And she was just like, it's such and such girlfriend. And I was just like, how about you ask her oh, why she's right. texting me, me back? Right. Because I'm not in a relationship and I didn't even know you existed, to be honest. And I was like, and it's not even like that. So then apparently she hears her talking to me on the phone and she comes against the phone. And she was just like, I literally told I'm I'm still this way. Right. I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Right. I don't check my phone anymore. Mm-hmm. But back then I would pick up my phone yeah. and if you had text me i'm gonna text back like yeah. i don't you gonna answer when you answer so it wasn't like she was obligated to text me back at that time of night yeah so she was just like i told her sometimes i just text you back because i'm up was it sexual it, it was no. regular conversation gay dating is complicated yeah there's a lot that you can't do when you're a lesbian as far as having friends is concerned that's what i really don't i feel like it's like that in straight dating too if your partner has a lot of Women opposite or opposite sex, sex friends. I guess because again, did we talk about that on here? Like, if y'all fucking, yeah, and you bring me yes, around we that did person. Talk about, yeah, if y'all were fucking and you bring me around that person, you don't if you take fucked once, maybe. Shit. But when you fucked a lot, when y'all were together, like if y'all lived in the same house, you know, no longer in the same why house. Type still of why? What? Like damn. Y'all too fucking close. I don't like that. I think lesbian relationships move quick as shit, though. So she probably was angry after like two weeks of some bullshit, to be honest with you. It's not my favorite thing to do dealing with women, especially because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but women relationships seem to linger. So like I could stop Mm -hmm. talking to you this week, Mm -hmm. but then next week because you're lonely or you, it's kind of the same thing with men, but it's a different slide back in. Like, it's like, do you want to go get pedicures? Do you yeah. want to, do you want to go grab a drink real quick? And now, go to Target? yeah. And now we in the house licking each other's coochies. Like you knew what she was doing, but I knew what I was doing when I responded. I just feel like women move so fucking fast. And that's how guys are too, but they do it differently. They're not about to go get no mani petty. They about to come over there with some food. You want to watch a movie? Like I heard it's a really good movie on Netflix or something. I feel like that just shows how low the expectations are for men. Like how low the bar really is. Because at least I'm going outside with her. Yeah. And then she's going to fit the bill. She's going to pay for it. All my shit at Target. Because she called me. Because she called me. And she knows dating etiquette. Women court women way better. You. They court women. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I have been courted way better by women the first time. Yeah. Than a man. For sure. I've been courted. I'm talking well, like vacation well. Even after we, even after I hadn't been with those same girls, it's yeah. like, they still court better. Yes, they the still. Fact. Even trying and to get you back. Like, it's not even trying to get me back. It's like, just as friends, I guess we're like, it still feels like yeah. they're courting me. But it's like, we're literally just on a friend's basis. Like, I come over there and it's like, oh yeah, I cooked. Oh, okay. And I'd be like, oh shit. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't really, t- I... People, once I break up with them, they're dead to me. No matter, like, male or female. I, this relationship currently is one of the only relationships that I would, like, would even spend a block on. It just don't be worth it to me. Like, because yeah. I feel really dumb after breakups, I, investing all this time in a person, whatever. I just am like, I'm, why am I going back? Like, why, why are we talking again? Why are we fucking again? Now I got to start this whole process of trying to separate yeah. myself from you all over again. So... 
And I'm not good at that. So I feel like knowing me and knowing the lack of discipline that I have when it comes to people I really like fucking, mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-mm. I think the only thing with me is that so the relationship I'm in now is like my first relationship, my first true relationship yeah. as an adult. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know how I would react as an adult. Yeah. But before, because I was young and like just trying to figure out, like trying to get closure yeah. and all that other dumb shit, I would just let it linger. That whole going back for closure. Oh, I'm just dropping your stuff off. I'm just, as a young person, I just. And I feel like for me to be the person that would usually like break up with the person. I feel yeah. like I was doing too much afterwards. Cause I'm just like, why the fuck if they want to be with me, how about they show it? Yes. Because apparently I broke up with this person for a reason. Like, and me continuously talking to you. You're not taking me serious. No. Yeah. So. I can, I can feel that. You can dig it. I can dig it. Um, What's the most embarrassing text message or social media post you've ever sent while intoxicated? I'm not. Oh, mm. you say social media, mm-hmm. social media or text message. Oh, okay. Great. So <laughs> with the partner that I have now, mm-hmm. I was over a friend's house and I had, I had bought, Mad Dog 2020. Oh my god. Because I was like, I want to try this. Like, I don't understand. And so, me and my friend had like down, like, maybe I don't know if we finished the whole bottle or not, but I was spending the night over that day. And I was texting this man, like, we were just sending gifts back and forth because that's what we we did that a lot back then. And I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to fall down these stairs. And I sent him a picture of it. (laughs) He was like, are you okay? I was like, no. (laughs) I was just like, I'm standing here contemplating my own life. Like, I'm not going to make it. And then I made it, I made it down the stairs. I had to go down another flight of stairs because that's where we were sleeping. And I was just like, that's crazy. And then we kind of like, is this supposed to be embarrassing or? It came, I guess it said embarrassing. I feel like that was pretty embarrassing because it's just like you never see me drunk and like now I'm over here just sending you the craziest shit. So when you, it was when you got, it was more fresh in the yeah. relationship which yeah. made it embarrassing. Yeah. I could take it. Um, and then we start sending like flirty gifts back and forth and it was like getting hot and steamy with the yeah. gifts. Yeah. Wait, was how, crazy. Do you, how do you get They have some gifts? very weird gifts when you put in certain stuff. I'm not. Like once ca- you put kissing in there, it's like I'm not any type them. of kissing. I'm not typing in the right stuff. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, like once you type in cuddle. Okay. Or snuggle. Okay. It look real. Hmm. It's never like nude. That's but what it I'm just looking look for. real frisky. Okay. I'm going to try to kiss and cuddle. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got to keep, keep that one in mind. <laughs> um, embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I think. It had to be during my whole phase. A lot of embarrassing <laughs> shit happened during my whole phase. Um, yeah, I was talking to this guy. We'll call him Z. And we were, I met him on Tinder. Tinder, yeah. About this one? No, I don't know if we're talking about this one. This... <laughs> I met him on Tinder and it got, it moved really quick. It was just kind of like, we already know what both of us are, you know, messaging about. Like, I'm trying to fuck. So he gave me his address. Yeah. I went to a lot of niggas' houses real fast in my whole phase. Like, Same. somebody could have chopped me the fuck up. 
But I, I invited a lot of people over. And I was like, what the fuck? Now people got my address. This is my one. This is what my mom was talking, talking about. about. She was just like, stop talking to these fucking people online. Yeah. Anyway. I um we were you know texting back and forth. He gave me his phone number, and I'm in the car. I'm te- I'm driving there. I'm texting him. Where you know still that hot steam. Like, can't wait to see you. Like I'm fucking blah blah blah. <laughs> and then he finally sends me like a like a picture like a nude almost. Oh shit. And he's shaped so weird. Like in the position he was in, like he was a good looking guy, okay. but he wasn't just in like this like slouching position. Immediately, I was turned off. So it's like, how do I get myself out of this situation? Because now I don't want to go over there. Over I was there, on too. my way, like I was on my way over there, and I'm like, I don't really want to go made it up. over there now. He made it up. I, I, so I thought he, he was. So I went. Here I go. I'm there. Everything's good. We kissing. Da da da. We lasted maybe a minute and a half. He told me about this. Mm-hmm. We lasted a minute this. and a half. I. I don't pissed. know if he was more embarrassed. Like I'm sure he was embarrassed. I think, but I was more so know. embarrassed because it was one of the first instances in my whole phase, and I was like, I can't even do this shit. Right, I can't even be a hoe correctly. Like I can't even have these like hot, steamy sexual moments because I'm too busy dealing with jackasses. But <laughs> I think that was probably the most, like one of the most embarrassing ones. It was like I came all the way to fuck over here and drunk as fuck like don't drink and drive people but i had had a couple shots i'm like i'm gonna fuck this man got all the way over there and literally i was still drunk by the time i left because it just it didn't last that fucking long he wasn't that type not at that point it took maybe like two other times which is a conversation within itself it took like another two times of us fucking but once i gave him hit it was just kind of like i ain't even trying to fuck i'm just trying to get hit for real and it's like boy what you think this is Excuse me? Did he last long with the head? I only gave him head like once. I'm not a... I'm a, I'm a firm believer in... I'm not put, put my I'm not a, you if you Yeah, I'm not a nigga. sexual oh, people sure. pleaser. Like, I... I people please more just like everyday action than I do sexually. I'm not sucking a bunch of dick. Like, I'm not... Not even like in, in quantity no, or yeah. in quality. Like, I'm not sucking mm-hmm. a bunch of dick. I... I no, I feel that. Because... Once I start sucking dick, now it's going to be like we an expectation. Like, all right, bitch, now you got to come over here and give me this head. Like, that neck too good for me tonight. And that's just she like, I don't want those problems. And I don't like to toot my horn about it. But it, if I had if I had old text messages from like way back in the day, you would see that like 75% of them are just like, you coming over? You trying to give me head? Trying to suck some dick? Trying to suck some dick? Trying, and it's like, no, I'm not trying to suck my dick. Even now, like my fiance now is like, trying to suck some dick? And I'm like, for you, I will, but I'm not really. This nigga was pulling out the grapefruit. I have, mm-hmm. I have, but not on like no random ass man. Oh, it's of just, not. it's just a, it's a good time. I got some good time. Yo, got some good time. Okay, let's see. <laughs> let's see. What's the most valuable lesson you've learned from a friendship or sisterhood with other black women? Oh, that black women can be so mean. Women in general can be so mean. But I think specifically because I'm a black woman, black women can be so mean. Colorism is such a terrible thing, right? I I remember being younger and having that feeling of uh, like darker women, but not in a way where it was like, oh, she black as fuck on mm-hmm. it. I love dark skinned women growing sure. up, but I was met with so much. Like, I don't think you can be colorist to lighter women for some reason. I feel like 
that whole oh she thinks she better than somebody because she got light eyes i never ran into that i ran into this red bone ass bitch this you know like she thinks she prettier than somebody she and i just i didn't even know where that stemmed from and i it's funny that we're having this conversation because nothing to do with that but to do with like black women being so mean i remember having a roommate when i was younger and her just being very demeaning like I felt so pretty at one point in my life and she was very like shut your ugly ass up or shut your and I I don't know why I felt she like so... laugh after saying it yeah like, oh oh she was jokey. such a passive aggressive roommate like I literally wrote a letter to her yesterday just trying to free myself from this during this retrograde of just being like I let you break me at some point because she was everywhere and nowhere at the same time like Every time that I was doing something or she if me did. and my boyfriend was doing something, she would be in the car. She was, she was everywhere. Every time I wanted like, to hang out with friends. trying to be me. And that's what it was. Honest to God. It wasn't until I had a conversation with my dad years down the line after that whole situation where he brought that up to me. And I was just like, I really allowed that to break me. And I, that, that in turn made me a very mean and hateful woman to other women. Yeah. And I, I owe a few women an apology. Like I know that I do. And if I ever got the chance to have those conversations, I most definitely would. But women can be really fucking mean. Like, especially when maybe they're intimidated. And for the life of me, I, you know, I'm not one of those people where it's like, I got haters and I got this. Yeah, no. So for somebody to feel that way about me really shocked the fuck out of me yeah. because it was like, what did I do? Right. What did and I do for you to hate shit. me? And I, it was just me showing up every day as my authentic self. I lost friends because of her. I lost family because of her. And it's like, there's nothing I can do to get that back there's nothing I can do to change my behaviors back then or anything like that I've grown from it yeah but nonetheless I'm just like the universe has kept her and I so separate for a real a real reason because I have some true disdain like real malice in my heart for somebody who I allowed to break me that bad so I just believe in that and even the situations that I went through because she was a catalyst to those situations it's just like i didn't have to go through none of that i didn't have to lose out on people like i did and then i look at the role that i played in that like some, we can be really fucking mean to each other for sure and there's just no fucking reason so that that's what i learned unfortunately there's beauty in that but we could talk about that all day long i think <laughs> we don't talk about the 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 clicks that come sometimes in in black women and how we exclude certain types of black women because they don't fit a certain, you know, status or we can just be really mean. I definitely had that same issue really? in high school, like ninth grade. This girl, she literally like, it was weird because I was just like, when you look at it, I'm like, you have a certain confidence that I do not. But you don't, but you think that I do. Girl! But you think that I do because you feel like I might look better than you. you. Because she was a bigger girl, you know, like. Projected insecurities. She was a bigger girl. Yeah. And at that time, people got weird ass body shapes. Yes. She she had the big back, like. Same. Flat back. Same situation. Big flat back. Peter Griffin butt. Same situation, girl. And I'm just like, for real, yo? Mm -hmm. Who's her name? I, we'll talk <laughs> when it's like but it's like i love you though like because you was my homegirl i didn't even see you that way i didn't see you that way until i started to not fucking like you that's when i realized how how nasty you really were Hi- hygiene wise 
spirit, all that shit, just nasty. Nasty. But yeah, like she tried to play me in front of like the whole class. I hate everything about it. And I was just like, I want to beat this I'm big bitch up. I'm triggered. Because <laughs> why? And I'm only in ninth grade. I was like, bitches still bullying people in ninth grade though. Well, like we still up. bully people in high school. Like yeah. what the fuck? Yep. Cause you think that I think that I'm higher and mighty. Cause you Bitch, think I, I was ugly as hell in middle school. So this little glow up, I haven't even set into it. I still got a complex behind it. I don't even know who the fuck I am right now. This don't even feel real. I push myself out of the glow up. I mean, I feel like I look attractive, but I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like if I would have really been, I would have kept up with. Yeah, we can talk People about be that all day long. They do, and I'm like, I don't even do nothing. I just try to sit here. I was way quieter in yeah. high school, like one of those kids that I wouldn't sit in the back. I would sit like in the middle. Yeah, I wore glasses back then too. I was like, I can't see shit from back here. Right, but even when I would sit in the back or all the way to the side, like I would still stay to myself. Niggas had crushes on me. I was just like, just oblivious. You like me? Like the fuck you like me for? I don't understand. And it's like, yeah, I hate everything. People be mean. People be mean. Projected, but it's projected insecure. I did nothing to. I think I'm looking in the mirror and not even liking what I see, and you are finding reasons to hate me because you. I see something that you, you see. Think I'm better than I'm you. trying to see you what the fuck think you I'm see. better than you. And that's your problem. That is a that's a you problem, honey. And why are we going through this when I'm like 19? I'm 19. Why are we going through this? Why, why am I having these type of problems? All? Especially. But I also think about the fact like what did I do? That has been a, a a pondering thought for a very long time. What did I do? Nothing. Be your authentic self, like you said. And some people don't know what that is in themselves. Some people don't really can't embrace that, that. See that they're like, "Who am I?" But I hope she's doing well now. Honest to God, I I don't wish any yeah. ill feelings. Of, I I really hope that they dealt with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> describe a time when you've been a source of inspiration or support to another black woman. Before I. Well, actually, right when I moved out of my dad's house, my little sister wrote me a letter. Oh, and she was just like, I see you show your emotions. And she was just like, and I wish I could do that. She was just like, you show your emotions so authentically. Like, you don't let anything hold you back when Aww, you're sad. You're yeah. sad when you're mad. You're mad, mad when you're yeah. happy. You're happy. You don't feel like you have to put on a mask for anybody. And she was just like, and I really wish I could do that. Because this is like my stepsister. So yes. like she was, she already ingrained in what yeah. her, what my stepmom showed her. And I was just like, this whole time I'm thinking I'm being like a sensitive ass bitch. Because that's what I've been told. Why are you so sensitive? But that's well, a Why strength. are you feeling so? Yeah. Because I'm in tune with my emotions and you got your shit all up your ass. And you never know and who's looking at you. That's wild. That's 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 a beautifully wild thing, though. Yeah, that's beautiful. It was just like I never thought that. Like I thought she showed her emotions pretty well, but apparently she had some stuff going on inside, and I'm like, I feel that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've been t- 
teaching for a while. So that's, I think that that's where a lot of it comes from. I'm pretty sure in my younger years, I was probably aspiring to somebody, but I was so in my head about myself that I don't even know how the fuck I could have been an inspiration. But once I started healing and then using my healing as teaching is when I could see. And, you know, you get reviews, you get emails, you meet people in person. And I think uh, once I started like speaking on panels and meeting people different places, um, just like like the emails you get back, you know, I left this. I left this friendship because I realized, you know, in sacral circle, I was teaching sacral. So sacral circle was a six week course that I was teaching every October, uh, for the really two years, I was going to do it this year, but I decided against it. Well, three since the pandemic. So 2020 through 2022, uh, just the women that were in my classes, it was a lot of, you know, you really inspired me to do this. There are women who went on to start businesses and mm. write books and you, just different things have children, you know, like change their lifestyle. So, those I think those are the most meaningful moments for me because teaching is important to me and so knowing that I'm doing this correctly and living in my purpose I look forward to those emails I look forward to reviews after panels and things like that because that's how you know you're doing it right in my opinion that's how I know I'm doing it right I definitely feel that let's see What's a hobby or talent you have that might surprise the listeners? That might surprise y'all? Um, okay. I have the ability to take shit too far creatively. So think like Key and Peel. So you know how you see, like Dave Chappelle. So remember how you would see those skits and be like, how the fuck does somebody's brain come up with these storylines? No, I My brain goes it. there 100%. Like it would be, if I decided to start like a Cleveland show, a family guy, a Simpsons, it would be very easy for me to find these. Bullshit out your ass. I would be able to pull some of the most comedically dark comedic shit. You know, people love just dark out humor. of my. I have probably one of, I have one of the darkest fucking humors in the history of probably whoever. I can probably make anything funny. Like if I decided to get up on stage and be a stand-up comedian, I could do it just fine. I think that dark humor... It makes me uncomfortable around people. But when I'm by myself, I'm like, he, that's funny. Like, <laughs> it was just, but like around people, I'm like, oh, damn. But deep down inside, I'm like, hmm. I try not to do it because I don't know really... what offends people. So that's why I don't do it in public. And it don't be like the really dark stuff. It, it just be, be like kids tripping. No, it'd be like, on that face like helmets, slow buses suicide like i can get dark oh yeah the suicide yeah it's always funny. yeah i can First get of all, because we've been there yeah I so feel like i can get really dark it can get really inappropriate i just don't because again i don't know what offends people yeah. i have no idea what offends people You're like, oh, but if oh, you now. tell me that you want to laugh about something i can make it funny <laughs> i was doing it earlier today so I have this thing where I like to make fun of white people, right? But yes, not like I had a, a moment today too. Like a and the cliche the, stereotypical like the trailer park grandmom or like the six hundred pound life, like the valley girl, pumpkin spice basic bitch. I can 
create these storylines and it's hilarious. I was doing this thing earlier with you, my, my fiance, and he finds it funny because I start pretending to be like this white grandmother named Mimo. And I do like the whole, like <laughs> the, get that possum out of my kitchen, right? No, now. no. Like way darker than that. Like she lives. In, so the storyline is like, she lives in a trailer park. She loves black people. Like you bet not say shit about black people, but she still uses the N word. Like now the hardy are no way that you brought that baby up in here. When I knew you was dating cigarette out the mouth, Cletus. like, and it, that's your cousin. So like earlier I was going, listen, Jimmy, I want you to go to school today and I want you to make sure that they turn the lights up on you so we can get that one front tooth in the front because that's all you got. You know, Mima wants to see that front tooth in your front photos because your mother was a crack whore, but we don't talk about your mother because she's a Satanist and your daddy is a bum, but he was a white woman lover and I love niggers, so we just make it happen. Okay, little Jimmy, put on your helmet, get on your little slow bus, stop licking the windows. And my... Yule thinks it's the funniest That's fucking thing in the world. And I just, it's so random when I do it. So he just, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with that you? Is fucking hilarious. It is an ongoing thing for me. Like I have a whole storyline about me. Well, just go back and forth. See where oh, it is. It, 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 we could probably do that for hours. For sure. <laughs> the way that I be having dialects going. Yes. We could do I'm it like, for hours. Like, cause the white bitch said. Yes. I love doing that shit. We can do it. I be get fried and just start storylines we should just have like our own little show other than this yes Yes. (laughs) what's a hobby or talent um ooh somebody's calling somebody with the same name as you my nephew Oh, (laughs) that's a good man (laughs) um I used to take pole classes mm-hmm. and I was able to like really climb up the pole. Yeah. Like we should do like a vlog. We should do it. We should go again. We should. Mm-hmm. I told you we got to go. We got to yeah. go to that and the sex club. Mm-hmm. We can't record in there though. I know. I do want to go in there. I heard they be hanging people from their buttholes. I just want to see. I don't know what the fuck we going on in there. My butthole just twitched. Just cool. Just like, mm-mm. That's how, That's what happens when they wax your butthole. At the, it's like a kiss. At the place. I gotta go. I missed my appointment the other day. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, I chose that one. So. Um, have you ever had a crush on someone in the group, and what did you do about it? In what group? Just in general, I guess, like a maybe a crush in like your friend group, and you never, never said anything. <laughs> no really i had a crush on one of my friends shout out to terrence i had a crush on him <laughs> you, like, I can say, because he it's not something it's something that we talked about once we got older yeah. but he was a kid I in our neighborhood that. and he was so cute to me Aww. but i was so like boyish and we had gotten so close that it was like one my, i'm not like shooting my, my shot now. yeah and then he just like really girly girls mm-hmm. i thought he had a thing for like you know, i thought he had a thing for like really light girls like, he had mm-hmm. a thing for white girls so mm-hmm. it was just something i was seeing often his brother was like on the football team they were popular he was german and black so he had this oh, you know shit. like 
fangirls like and he but that was the homie and then when we got older i just remember telling him like i had the biggest crush on you as a kid and he was like that's crazy because i had the biggest crush on you as a kid and it was like oh that's wild but i'm we know for sure that wouldn't have gone no fucking way um but shout out to terrence i think he got married and all the kinds of shit but i hope he's doing well i just i remember that i would like we would hang out after school and shit and i'd just be so just like giddy around him but it's like girl get yourself together you you look like fucking cleo from set it off to this man just get your shit together sis hey, yo, <laughs> yeah i never had like a crush on somebody in the group again because i my self-esteem was like so low yeah in high school it was basically like i had a so my school it wasn't a lot of boys. Right. Vivian T. Thomas Medical Arts Academy yeah, did not have a lot a, of boys. But it was, it was a small school in general. It was like a good, yes. yes. And it's like probably two boys per grade. It was mostly girls at y'all yes. school for sure. So I didn't have a lot of options. And I couldn't, <laughs> and I didn't see like, and I didn't see, I saw other girls in that way, but I was just like, this is my personal secret yeah. right now. So I I had a crush on at least each one of them for at least a week, and I was yeah. like, "No, you ugly now." I feel you. Anybody that I, I wanted like, to oh, date, shit. that person is really nice to me. I got a crush on them. Like it was very sad. I see what you're saying. It was sad. Yeah. Anybody that I necessarily like wanted to date, I dated, mm. but I dated within my friend group too. Mm. So we ha- I had a very large friend group growing up. Mm-hmm. That was just our thing, you know. One kid bring another kid in, yeah. and then it's a gang of y'all. So yeah. I had like. My friend group from school, I had a friend group from, like, friends I saw because I, you know, went in the city to see, like, my city friends because I lived all the way in Harford <laughs> County. So, you know, I had those friends on the weekend. So, I had, like, friend, multiple friend groups. City so, I just friends. dated in the groups, you know, because we was always seeing each other. Why the fuck would I not yeah. date my friend? Because, and when you a kid, dating means something totally different. Like, yeah, we might have kissed every now and then, maybe yeah. share some ice cream or something, yeah. you know, split, a, share. you know. Some, share stuff. Yeah, That's Chinese the person you share, share stuff with more than everybody Yeah, else. you hold hands and shit, but, yeah. like, y'all ain't doing nothing. Yeah, no. So, that's, it was a lot of that. <laughs> a whole lot of that. Um. Oh shoot! Share a moment when you challenged societal beauty standards or embraced your na- natural self. I did a boudoir photo shoot oh, during man. the pandemic. Um, Damn, door. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I was gonna host the she treat. I was had this whole retreat going where I was gonna host. Um, worked alongside my friend Tanisha, Dion, and BJ to create this whole thing. You know, BJ leading the cuz, booked the Airbnb, all this shit, fucking world shut down. But we couldn't get the money back for the Airbnb. So when we got there, Dion being That's a photographer. Because they should have. What can you they do? They put those policies in after when it was too late. Yeah. Like nobody gives a fuck anymore. So uh, we were already shooting uh, Tanisha's book cover. Mm. So Dion was like, I mean, I got the camera. And I was like, I've always wanted to do a, like a, you know, semi new photo shoot. She was like, shit, we got this house. Like, why not? And it, it started something from there with doing a lot. I did the shots for a photo shoot in 2021, 20, mm-hmm. 2021 in Detroit. So nice. I just my titties out, having my ass out. Like, I think when you're plus size, a lot of people don't like, a lot of people don't assume that you even remotely like your body. Cause you have all these roles and cellulite and whatnot. And I mean, yeah, it can be edited my out, but I want to keep all that shit. Like this is who I am. So I just embraced a lot of that. I'll post a couple of the photos on, um, like on our social media, the ones I can post without us getting flagged yeah. so that people can see it. But 
absolutely shout out to dc by d marie shout out to dago bj because they you know led the creative cause even tanisha like her being half nude on her you know cover mm-hmm. i hang out with a lot of plus size women who don't have a problem with yeah. showing off their bodies but i think that's a time where because even when i posted them online um when i made the ebook called adipose i think a lot of people were just kind of like this fat oh, bitch shit. got like her whole everything out and it's like yeah i do and y'all lucky i can't put my pussy on in it because i would probably do that too i'm it's my fucking body it's not right. going nowhere no matter how much i work on it the shit's still right here so right. I'm not going to wait till I lose 100 pounds to, to take photos. You love yourself no. now in order to love yourself when you lose it. You know me. I be making sex tapes and all kinds of shit. We, I'm always challenging societal. Fuck society. Pull the titties out. Pull pull the ass cheek out. Get the cellulite. Make sure you get the crevice right here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what about you? Um, I think the first time that I like cut all my hair off mm-hmm. and decided to like go natural. Mm-hmm. Because at the time, I didn't really see the, a lot of natural people. Like, my yeah. sister was natural at the time. And I was just like, oh, well, you know, I've been getting perms for such a long time. And, you know, I'm out of high school. Yeah. Just going to shut this, like, shave this shit off. So, I got a mohawk at first because, like, my hair was already, like, natural. And I had got it, like, it had grew out. Like, yeah. Big bush. So, I was like, I'm going to cut the sides off and dye it. So, I had a mohawk. And I was like, bruh, the sides is looking crazy. Mm-hmm. So, got it all. I was in bald, but it was like a really short Low cut. cut. And I was just like. Like a one or two. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, hmm, my little egg head. Like, <laughs> I just liked it a lot. I love when women shave their head. I love, like, getting my head rubbed when it's mm-hmm. short. I, I that love shit. a woman with a short hair. I'm just like, bring your bald head ass over here, girl. Don't find it. I absolutely love it. I and think now, black women look beautiful with no hair. True. And now with me doing the locks, I was just like, it's I only up from so here. Thank you. You're welcome. It's only up from here. Absolutely. I think women, black women specifically, are very versatile in just their style. Yeah. So I just love to see black women who push it, whether it be hair color, hairstyle, haircut, whatever. Do all that shit embrace it i love it i love a woman with locks i love a woman with a good weave like girl who sold oh, who sold sure. that shit and who put that wig on their head look that at that shit is milk about bleaching or not i don't even know what the fuck that is girl she bleached them bitches yes girl not where not over it's there boring. shit i like it i like I'm it a lot right. i should dye my hair blue again i Ooh. was just like yeah mm-hmm. i can see that start playing up with colors mm-hmm. yes i like it and i had purple mm. I was just doing all type of shit. Just be doing shit. I mean, it's hair. It's going to grow back. I hope it grow back, you know, but. And if it don't, I've cut it before. I don't give a fuck. I will rock a baldy. I love it. What's a book, movie, or TV show that you believe every black millennial woman should watch or read? Um. So, as you know, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks lately. Mm-hmm. Um. So, even though I have not read it yet. It was recommended to me by my therapist. It's called We Should All Be Millionaires Ooh. by Rachel Rogers. Mm-hmm. She is a black woman, I believe. She looks mixed, but whatever. And it's um, a woman's guide to earning more, building wealth, and gaining economic power. Ooh. And so I really feel like that's going to be my, like, after listening to this, yeah. if you don't get it together, yes. you got all the tools um but that book and let me go back to the list um what else
else have I listened to? There are so many good ones. I'll just say authors at this point. Yeah. Zora Neale Hurston and Toni Morrison. Oh, like, for get sure. Those in your repertoire. Like, I felt so bad because I hadn't listened to or read any of their yeah. books at first, but listening to them, I was just like, yeah. I had been missing out on them. Yeah. Lots. It's very, I think they're like the Issa Rae of the books. Gen X generation oh, as far yeah, as it's yeah. concerned. And I think that. Those are the books where when you're still growing up somewhat traditionally black, you need those books. Like, you need it's them. It's going to give you a... Especially if you're from the city, it gives yes. you that... It always gives you that country feel. It's comfort. It's southern. It, it gives is. you that southern feel, and you're just like, oh, shit. There's like a whole world outside of... That I had no idea. And it, it's... To me, it was very comforting to know that... One, these have been problems that have been ongoing for a very long time. They just looked a little different. But two, it made me realize that, like, those authors, those women authors are so successful mm-hmm. in telling these stories based on their experiences. You know, like, this isn't their full story, but there's little snippets and tidbits. There was, There's a lot of lessons mm-hmm. in, in books, especially. I And people tried to tear them down. Like, Zora Neale Hurston, when she passed away, she was broke. Yeah. Toni Morrison, they really tried to push her out. They're still trying to push out those books. They don't want people to read Toni Morrison's books. Specifically in schools. But it's so raw and real. Love, sex, relationships, money, finance, challenging religion, questioning generational trauma and curses that have been passed down from your mama, menstrual cycles, all that shit is incorporated at one book. Depression. Listen, one book that I really think think every black woman should read is Coffee Will Make You Black by April Sinclair. Mm. Baby. Every question that in between the ages of like 13 and 17, right? I feel like if your daughter is in eighth grade and she's starting to ask those more like pivotal, not hard hitting questions, but like, mommy, why does my hair curl like this? And mm. that light skinned girl hair don't curl like this. Mm. Or, you know, like, mommy, why do I have to have a menstrual cycle? That is one of those books where you just kind of got to let them read it. And whatever mm. questions come from it, you can gauge it from there. It is a great book. I read it my seventh grade year. It was mm. actually um, shout out to Mrs. Billups. She was my librarian at the school at the time. She was a white woman, but she thought that that was a book that I just had to read. And because she allowed me to read it, it definitely is probably for somebody a little bit older, maybe like a ninth or a 10th grader. But I think given my mindset at the time, it was perfect for me. And given the circumstances of my household at that time, it was almost like learning the lessons that nobody was teaching me. So I think especially for like single moms, Mm -hmm. if you ain't got nobody else around you, like you really don't have a tribe. That's one of those books that you should definitely read for yourself because it'll probably help you in the way that you're raising your daughter. So, um, coffee will make you black by April Sinclair. I really like that book. I really love that book. I have saved it to the list. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll do two more. Mm hmm. Did we do this one already? Which one? What's the most embarrassing test message or social media post mm-hmm, you ever mm-hmm. Okay. So we can do one more. Okay. Because then it will be 10. Um, I think. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, let's see. 
What's the wildest party or event you've ever attended and what made it unforgettable? Oh. <laughs> the wildest Probably the whole situation in Atlanta when I hosted that after party. <laughs> I hosted this after party for this podcast back in 2019, right? <laughs> During my whole phase. Oh. Yes. Okay. And the nigga was getting basically chewed out by his girlfriend who I didn't know was his girlfriend. I got choked in the kitchen. Like, it was a good time. It was a really good time. That was probably the, one of the wildest nights of my life. But it was worth it. I wore lingerie out in public. Like, I'm talking whole, like, lace ass out, satin robe, high heel, out in public. Like, walking around. It was well worth it, though. Very fun time. Did anybody try to pick you up? A lot of people tried to pick me up. And that was one of those moments where I told myself... I mean, it doesn't matter now, but I told myself I will never be loyal to a nigga that's not loyal to me again because I missed out on so much dick that weekend trying to be faithful to a nigga who was not faithful to me. So that's what I learned. Like, don't put your pussy on ice when his dick hot and ready. Like, you just, you still got to pop that coochie. You never know. So that was, what about you? Um, I went to a college party when I wasn't even, like, in college. It was at Steven. Stevenson, mm, they throw some parties. They throw some parties. And I went up there with a friend that was. We were a part of the same religion, mm-hmm. so I was just like, "How are we going to this party? We supposed to both be reading the Bible?" Absolutely like, not. But I wasn't thinking about that, and it's like college, like yeah, nobody be thinking about that, like unless you really like was a part of a cult or something. You're like, I gotta like people watching me, right? So we went to this party and I'm, of course I'm like, am I underage drinking? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm underage drinking, of course, duh. Um, but I think I was just so like inebriated that it was like kind of like what happens now when I'm like too high like I keep thinking like yeah. oh shit what if they leave me at this party like mm-hmm. I need to be really close to the people that I came here with because yeah. they might leave <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that but I was just like it was just crazy and I was just looking around walking around just staying to myself I was just like I don't belong here but it was crazy and then <laughs> blue light on the side so, yeah. niggas like hey and my ex-girlfriend at the time, she went to Stevenson too. So after I came from that party, I had texted her and I was like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my friend. We fucked. Period. I didn't like it though. She used a strap on. Mm. So then she just ate the bottle. I was like, stop. Yeah. Like in the middle, I was like. Girl strokes I was just weird. like, it wasn't even the strokes. It was the dildo. Like mm. it hurt. Mm. I was like. Mm. They be trying to get them like massive so then, ones out there. Was... So then she just ate the box. And Absolutely. kind of like cuddled. And I was like. We shouldn't do this ever again. And she was just like, agreed. It was like <laughs> weird. I was just like, I appreciate us being that close to be like, Mm-mm, yeah, that wasn't it. That wasn't our big one. I used to go to some wild ass parties at Coffin when I went to Coffin. Um, that was like my first and last college party. Like I ain't never been to another like. The wildest college party I ever went to, I went to Coppin and they ended up getting, they got into a fight afterwards and I watched a crackhead pick up a lamp and crack one of the kids with it. It was the wildest fucking thing. Them niggas was outside fighting. We got in a car. We was doing like 90 up the street. We was on, I don't even remember what street that is. Oh my God. It's right past the, the new science, but child, it just was the time. All right. It was the time. That was a wild ass night. I 
took a I took a shower with all my clothes on. What? It just was a thing. It was a thing <laughs> that night. Girl, I was in the shower fully clothed. I'm talking socks was wet, clothes was wet. I was fucked up. I had drank so much jungle juice. Back then, they used to put the jungle juice. They probably yeah, in still the big do tub. And you just take your cup, everything sticky. Some people do it in the trash can if you like. It's oh, a yeah, fresh man. trash can. I hope so. Use one. Yeah. They get it from Home Depot. I want to have like one wild ass party. But I got to mentally prepare myself. Maybe a wild ass brunch because I'm going to be asleep by 8 o'clock. Yeah. I thought I was going to party while I was in Atlanta, but the whole time I just I went to sleep. I want to get an Airbnb and do something like that. Like, we go out to brunch and then we come back and we just all take a nap. Absolutely. It could be a cuddle fest. But if you're not into that, that's fine too. That's like, what the beds are there for. Like, they have a big-ass, one of those big-ass couches yeah. that, like, come out, like, yeah. it's basically like a bed and stuff. And yeah. Do you want it to be, like, co-ed or just, like, just women? No, I don't like niggas. I know. I'm saying like, where <laughs> was like, was your significant other coming, or we were just like inviting friends? Just Are people paying for a ticket? Women. Like, what are we doing? Just women. We'll figure it out. If this is an actual thing you want to do, we'll figure it out. Cause why not? I would like to be it to be people that I know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, that doesn't mean they still don't pay. Like you know. Pay for their part of the room. Something. Oh, we- hell yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you guys for stopping by and coming to kick it with us here on the couch. I know it was a little different kind of seeing us kind of sit like this, but. Yes, and really talk. We thought that a truth I feel drink. like that really helped. It does. Us looking at each other. Yeah. Into each other's souls. Absolutely. Into the pits. It takes the edge off of podcasting, but make sure you guys follow the pod at Jaded Evolving, Jaded and Evolving. Just click the fucking links, okay? Click the link for real. Everything is there. Make sure you guys come out to the Uno night. Make sure you guys come and record here. But above all, make sure that you guys are following us, rating the pod, and just keeping in touch. Right? Comments, all that good shit. We post clips every week. Thumbs up the videos. Everything comes out on Wednesdays. Come check us out. We yes. appreciate it. Where can the people find you specifically? Natasha Soul underscore. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at D E M C H A K R A S, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>